0: What's up everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Hooked on Sonics. I am one of your two powerful and attractive uh, hosts. I'm Bruce and over there is Big Daddy himself, Tone Capone. Uh, we've got a great show for you guys. We are going to be uh, reviewing Charlie Daniels' Saddle Tramp album from 1976 and uh, what some would call a hidden gem in Rocky Erickson, um, <clears throat> formerly of the uh, 13th Floor Elevators, with his album. And that was Don't Hold on, I forgot already fantastic beginning don't slander me that has no indication of how i'm going to rate this album by the way just heads up uh lots of music news and all that jazz got some alcohols to talk about uh before we get into that tony how are you
1: good evening i'm good brother good (laughs) just sitting here ready to do this show yeah. we've got a good one a, a really nice show warmed up for tonight um lots of lots of cool stuff going on in music right now man um the holidays you got record store Black Friday like you said and or we had discussed earlier so lots of cool stuff going on in music today uh and, and where this is going to be a bit of a fun show man so let's get started man I'm yeah, pumped. I'm, I'm I'm pumped I'm very excited by this show absolutely. so with that being said uh Bruce, what you been listening to this week, man?
0: Well, let me tell you what I've been listening to. Um, obviously, um, I was listening to that Rocky Erickson. Um, I started doing some research on the guy, um, and I started listening to his original band from the '60s, Thirteenth uh, Floor Elevator. Did a deep dive on them; some really interesting stuff there. Um, let's see, uh, man, man, uh, Maine. Main mainscape or something like that. Main skin. Ever hear of them? Mm-mm. Okay, kind of they're they're kind of a big deal with the kids these days. Anyway, I started listening to them and I was like, oh, I'm kind of pleasantly surprised on how cool these guys dudes <clears throat> are. And uh, I st- I picked up a few items for Black Friday record store day. Um, it is not as big as normal record store day, but it does have some cool pieces. And I'm going to show you some of the things that I picked up on Friday. First, we'll get the bad stuff out of the way, or at least bad to you. This is the Doors, live in Bakersfield, California, 1970. This is a numbered limited edition, um pressing of this this is one of the um one of the kind of the holy grails of unreleased concerts uh for them so and it's and it's on orange vinyl
1: did you get to listen to
0: it yet i have not listened to it yet okay but i'm excited
1: it's on the agenda
0: that's right and then i've picked up The 50-year anniversary of one of my favorite Willie Nelson albums, Shotgun Willie. Uh, Really cool little essay thing here. Uh, This one did not have colored vinyl, but that'd be weird for a Willie Nelson album to have colored vinyl, but whatever. Um, So it's got the original uh, tracks, remastered everything, and then a whole album of outtakes and demos. Which is really cool. And last but certainly not least, uh <clears throat> Record Store Day was also the day that Eric Carr died. So in honor of that, they re-released Rockology on a picture disc version. So nice. Yeah. And it's only one pressing worldwide. That's it. They're not doing it anymore.
1: How many were released?
0: Uh, if I remember right, I think it was 1,500. one.
1: Now, do you own that on the back wall back there?
0: Yes. Now, so this is the original Record Store Day. Uh, two LP, uh, colored. It was a colored vinyl, like, sparkly, not sparkle, but like, um, orange and black and white, um, like splatter uh, on that. So that's a little more deluxe. This is just a single, single picture disc on that. So, huh, yeah, nice. So all you nice. kiss nerds out there, that's definitely something just to pick up. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, man. So what have you been listening to?
1: I was sitting there thinking about that, man, and uh I have been listening to was listening to some Ohm. I uh, really? listened to some Elvis Presley. Uh was listening to some Toby Keith. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh just so the with the stereo in the garage, we've decided that we're gonna mainly buy like greatest hits CDs. Uh, and stick them and load them in that 101 disc cd changer uh-huh. that way you know we've got a bunch of great artists with their greatest hits you know what i'm saying yeah and sometimes with some of those great, greatest hit cds you get live tracks and shit too which is really cool i was just discussing this with a guy a guy this evening uh but uh that's what we're going to do so we got toby toby Heath 30 big hits or something like that and then we got um jim croce's greatest hits and this is just the start of what we've done. And then we're obviously there's going to, there's going to be some pivotal albums in there, like dark side of the moon. We picked that up. Uh, cause that's just one of my all time favorite mo- albums is like all time. Hands down. undisputed My favorite albums. Uh, and you know, I'm a big Floyd fan. Um, so, uh, what else was I listening to this week? I was really trying to figure that out. Um, obviously the album that you gave me and, and I was listening to some of the album that I'm going to give you. um, Because I'm now that we're doing the show, I'm going to kind of tell you when I give you my album this evening, you're going to be on a bit of a journey for a little minute. I'm going to take you on a bit of a side quest of a style of music that I really enjoy listening to. And give you some, what I think is some pretty cool introductory albums into some of these bands if you want to further check them out. So, uh, I look forward to what I'm giving you this evening. And I, I, you know, I know you're probably going to hook me up with something pretty good, but it'll be interesting to see what your take is on some of the stuff that I'm going to give you. I will promise you this you're not going to deal with, um, the whole Cookie Monster vocal thing. You, I know you're not a big fan of that, but, uh, that's not really, uh, something you'll have to deal with. So,
0: cool. Yeah, bring it.
1: Oh, I am. I'm swinging. <laughs> I'm swinging. You get like I said, dude. You're gonna be on a side quest. You're gonna you're gonna do something we haven't touched base on at all. <clears throat> okay. In all these episodes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on a bit of a side quest. So. Sweet. Cool. Uh Other than that, man. Just yeah. Uh What else was I checking out this week, man? Ah, uh, fuck! Oh, probably some high on fire. Um, I've just found out here recently that uh, it, it just ahead of music news, Woodwright or Woodbine Guitars through Does It Doom, I think through Does It Doom is getting ready to release a probably 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 limited run of. Matt Pike signature warlords. And I've been up in the air on whether or not to buy a like my final guitar <clears> until <throat> I have some real money and I really want to buy a real nice guitar. There's been a hard toss up between a Gibson Les Paul and a and a Woodwright Warlord. Okay. And the Warlord is just the reason why I like the Warlord is almost like the perfect blend of an SG body with a Les Paul ass.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's like cool. a it's like
1: it's like a double cut Les Paul.
0: <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I have to check that out.
1: They're beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And they're set up and made for the style of music that I play. So. I don't have to fight with going to the shop and having it fucking set up because it comes set up and see.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. They're nice, man. They're fucking nice, dude. But a nice Les Paul's nice too, you know. Oh yeah. But this this may have been the thing that crossed the fucking crossed the front threshold for me. A fucking Matt Pike signature fucking. We, I'm hoping that they do. It'd be really cool. I think they're going to do a triple humbucker
0: setup. It'd look like it. Did I do see remember it? seeing Yeah, I do remember seeing the video. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, dude. It, it looks like they're going to do a triple humbucker <laughs> setup. But one of the things everybody would kind of like to see is them do a replication of his nine string fucking first act. A nine
0: string first act.
1: Dude, so listen, first, so first act is like line 6. And I, and this is no disrespect to the companies, it's just the way that it is. Their low their low end shit is pretty low end, man, but it does a lot of it does a lot of shit, right? But their their high end shit is fucking quality shit. Like a first first a first act custom is actually a really nice fucking guitar. But he's got a he fir- he's got a first act custom nine string, dude. <clears throat> That's a double, I think, I believe it's a double cut too. Like a double cut style Les Paul okay. and uh, brutal, brutal brings the tone, dude, brings the motherfucking tone. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see it either way. I'm pretty sure I'm absolutely going to love the guitar. Uh, there's no doubt in my fucking mind about it. I've just got to see what the price tag is going to be and if it, it's something that I can make happen.
0: Send it, baby. Send it. I you, want got it you got it. I it dude. I wish you I got had, it. That's fine. You got it. If you can afford that Big Daddy Cup, you can afford that double cut Warlock, Warlock, Les Paul, SG Jr. Look at that.
1: Speaking of the Big Daddy Cup, Yeah, this is something you won't see me do often, but through the winter months, due to the holidays coming in, the kids had picked me up a bottle of Benchmark Eggnog, and I could get about two of these full, and the bottle's empty. Nice. About 30% alcohol by volume. Nice little bourbon flavor in there. Mm-hmm. Good eggnog. Not as good as uh, a friend of mine's eggnog. I don't know if he's watching, but if he is, he knows who he is. <laughs> I'll talk about it later. All right. But uh, <clears throat> how you do you are you an are you a fan no, of egg, Are you an eggnog fan or no?
0: Absolutely.
1: Alcohol or no?
0: Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Both, but yeah, it does not hurt without
1: you got a, You got a Kroger down there or something like that?
0: Uh, Yeah, in Kentucky.
1: You got your liquor store or something down there. Look for this stuff. It's probably cheap, man. It's not bad for a bottle. Put it in the fucking fridge. Let it sit there for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Bada bang, bada motherfucking boom. Shit's pretty fucking good.
0: Mm. So a rating would you give it, sir?
1: I'm going to give this because I've had a great eggnog through that friend I was telling you about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am actually going to give this 4.25. Okay. It's good. It's That's really, a nice it, eggnog. It is a nice eggnog. It mm-hmm. is It is not a bad eggnog by any means. 4.25. Buffalo Trace never really does disappoint. Yeah. yeah fuck, dude. They're, they're such a hard miss, dude.
0: Yep, I agree. They're great. So, what are
1: you having this evening?
0: Well, I'll tell you. So, it's been a little cold here lately for both Ohio and Tennessee, and I wanted to at least mentally escape to somewhere a little warmer. So, I had to go all the way to Texas to get some Lone Star beer. Nice. Yes. This is the national beer, Texas brewed national in Austin.
1: beer of a Texas.
0: That's right. National beer, Texas. And, uh, send their logo. It's fine. And, uh, brewed in Austin, Texas. And this is just a fine, it's a fine, easy drink.
1: Really? And where does one pick that up at?
0: You got to look for it. Um, not every store carries it. So here in Tennessee, The food cities carry it, um, and some liquor stores. But uh, what's the ABV on it? It's like a five five nine. I think it was five seven five nine.
1: Lager, Um, Lager or pilsner.
0: uh, More of a pilsner. Yep. Yep. And I, you know, it's one of my it's one of my favorite go to beers. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a four point eight. Four point eight. Ah, Lone
1: Star. Yeah.
0: Is the show boring you already? You gotta check take your watch?
1: No, um uh, got a text <laughs> message got a text message from suspect somebody in suspect so okay. it caught my attention give me one second let me take a look and see what he said <laughs> I have no idea what the hell he wants anyways <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. sorry sorry for the interruption for me. <clears throat> uh I'll get back with him after the show or something um with that being said, 4.8, yep. huh? Yep. 4.8. Hmm.
0: Highly recommend this to anyone. Uh, if any, if we have any listeners in Texas, if you can pick me up some Pearl beer, also pretty much only found in Texas, if you can find me some Pearl beer, I would gladly pay the shipping for it.
1: There might be rules and regulations on that. Yeah.
0: We got friends. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now is your whistle wetted?
1: My whistle is very wet.
0: Okay. Wet enough to get into some of this news here you got going on?
1: Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, All right. First thing I want to talk about is obviously, being that you are a big Kiss fan, this 10,000-volt uh track release from the title track of the 10,000 volt album for Ace Fraley. Um I know that you took in the video, I took in the video. We mm-hmm. you've talked to a couple guys about it. Mm-hmm. Um let's talk about that man. How you feel about that being a Kiss fan and you know obviously a fan of uh you know um Ace there.
0: Yeah. So let me preface this by saying I am a Ace Fraley fanatic. Ace is my favorite member, and I like pretty much everything that he's done, where everyone else is pretty much shit on it. Uh, I really enjoy almost every every bit of his solo career. Um, having said that, um, I was excited to see that he's putting out this album. This album actually comes out in February. 10,000 uh, Volts, the single, was released today. High expectations, a lot of rock journalists, um, a lot of people that were working with Ace on this um, were all singing its praises, so I was caution, you know, I was very optimistic about it. I heard it this morning, bright and squirrely at 6 a.m., and I come away saying, oh, it was Kind of disappointing. Disappointing to me. The lyrics felt, they were, the lyrics were stupid. And, and I'm not, look, anyone in KISS is not going to write some, you know, some sonnet. But even from KISS standards, the lyrics were kind of stupid. And the guitar solo was just plain lazy.
1: I was disappointed. Yeah, but dude, you and I both know that when it comes to some of the lyrical content for especially, especially, Mm -hmm. especially for Ace, Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't seem to come across as, you know, as well thought of as it does more so of I'm having a good time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and that, and that's it's that that's definitely there. I mean, if if you're used to that with Ace and you understand that's part of his writing style, it is what it is. Okay, mm-hmm. but I've done told you how I feel about it. I think yeah, but solo. you didn't tell everyone else. I don't think that solo is his. I don't. I think it's I I I'm pretty good with DNA of a of a of a of a fucking guitar player, and understanding their nuances. It doesn't sound like him.
0: I completely disagree.
1: I, I just, to me, it doesn't sound like him, dude. Like eight, the, the ace Fraley I know is a much sloppier player. Right. While, and... while that, while that, while that may not be, uh, that, that solo may not be too tactful and skillful. It's still too fucking clean to sound like ace to me. Now mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I could be 110% wrong. All right, but I'm not the guy in the studio and neither are you. So you just you've seen him lay that fucking down, you unless I see with my two own eyes that this motherfucker can lay that down, I don't believe
0: it. I've heard enough interviews with Ace where he's talking about pro tools and so, yeah, I take a little bit of this one, a little bit of that one, put it together, with that. Yeah, he spliced that thing together.
1: I don't know, dude. I Top just of- I I I, I there's a there's a like if he can't do it live then why do it at all
0: listen he should be able to do that solo live because it's it's pretty much the same solo for i don't know how many countless other solos he's done all
1: right whether uh, or not whether or not i like the song i'll be honest with you over and and i know that you've tried to show me a bunch of his shit like mm-hmm. the origin shit and shit, whatnot, dude. And I just could not get behind it. This almost feels like something that fell in between Fraley's comment and trouble. Vulcan.
0: You're the second person that said that
1: this I really, don't hear it. This, this really kind of feels like it. it's fit it fits somewhere between like, it's, it's got a blend of both, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's cool to hear that, that, style of writing and and you know ace just being ace vocally you know and that's and that's what i liked about it i mean mm-hmm. I, but there it's it's disappointing to think that uh, the the ace that i know that's what makes him such a cool guitar player is is how sloppy he is right yep and it's the same way with fucking with, and I just had this fucking... That's funny. We just had this conversation. Just had this conversation with the guys over at Sam's fucking, uh, uh, you know, Jimmy Page mm-hmm. is a sloppy guitar player. You know, I don't care what anybody says. He is. But some of the some of the best that and and i don't mean that with disrespect it's just a lot of these guys play more with feel yep. and sometimes that feel comes across not so technical sounding as much as it is you know more bluesy or sloppy or more 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 um more on the spot <clears throat> you know what i'm saying instead of just here i am going through the fucking scales you know what i'm saying yeah so you know, and it's and it's not by any means any disrespect when I say sloppy. It's just you know, there's there's a lot more soul there, and, and and it's there's that kind of that kind of that kind of playing or that kind of feel writes a guitar player's DNA. It's like it's like it's like it doesn't matter, right? If you were listening to Taylor Swift, you know. And all of a sudden, a lead come across the fucking shit, and you went, oh, that's Eddie guitar. That's Eddie Van Halen. That's Eddie Van Halen for sure. You recognize guitar DNA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that doesn't seem very recognizable to
0: me. Yeah.
1: Now, I may have to go back and listen to it. I'm not, And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Please understand that I just I just feel like it was too clean and it's and it's a bummer because I like sloppy ace. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: And you know, and I don't want anyone to think that I'm not excited and I won't I'm definitely gonna get this album when it comes out. I'm excited to hear more of this stuff. Uh, they released the track listing for the whole thing, and he's finally put out one a demo. Uh, from back in the 80s called Back in My Arms Again. Um, mm-hmm. And it is one of my favorite Ace Fairly tracks that has never been released. Absolutely love it. And he finally recorded it. So I'm excited to hear that. And, you know, I'm a, I'm still a huge fan. I just wasn't a fan of this song.
1: Well, and the other thing, man, is it just seems, like you said, it seems very pro tools mm-hmm. It just seems very, put, very, very... I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's, the album just, the, the track just didn't seem like it had feel.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: You know, so that's just my take on it. Yep. Uh, other than that, saw that we saw some people were getting ready to go out on tour. I think Nickelback's getting ready to do a European tour or something like that to that effect. Uh, mm-hmm. We got, um, shit. Uh, what else did we deal with? Let's take a look over here at Blabbermouth.
0: KISS is ending their their tour.
1: Yeah, they are. Ended
0: end days, last day, uh, Saturday, December 2nd, Madison Square Garden.
1: What a way to go out at Madison yep. Square Garden. Yep. What a way.
0: Yep. No special guests. Uh, Bruce Kulick, former guitarist for KISS, has come out and said earlier, uh, I believe late last week or early this week, saying that he is not going to be there uh, for any kind of special thing for the last show. Um, Ace and Peter's already said that they weren't invited and they are not going, uh, to anything. And so it's just going to be another kiss show and that's it. It's kind of sad.
1: Well, think about this. The drama. The bullshit that would go and getting everybody involved. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, like, I'm, it's, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is, man. You know, and I, and if I, if I know, I'm pretty sure Paul wants to put it to bed, dude.
0: Yes. I,
1: I I think Gene would attempt to do it forever if he could just to milk it for all that it's worth. Mm -hmm. But, I think Paul's fucking tired, dude.
0: I think Gene's still having fun. Paul's over it. Yeah. You can, you can look at, you know, if you ever follow him on Twitter or whatever, he's just miserable. He's just miserable. He wants to, he wants to be done with it.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think that may be the same situation with what happened with Slayer. You know, Tom Mariah was just done. Mm -hmm. You know, after Tom Hanneman died and Lombardo was gone and, you know, they, Mm -hmm maybe contracts were fucking finally coming to an end and it was just like, man, I'm just done, dude. You know, I don't know. I don't know all the circumstances behind it, but dude, I'm sure at some point and and I get it. I get it. You just go, fuck it, dude. I'm not feeling it today.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. But it's been a good run. 50 years.
1: Yeah. Godsmack announces more dates for 2024.
0: Uh, I'd like to go see them.
1: Blind Guardian announces a spring 2024 of North American tour. Uh, Steel Panthers going to do some uh, January February tour tour dates. It looks like uh, Avenged Sevenfold announces a 2024 American tour. Uh, let's see. Uh, obviously, we discussed Ace doing his thing there. Um, looks like Zach Sabbath's going to release an album called "Doomed Forever, Forever Doomed" in March, and. uh, Hellfest was recently announced uh a bunch of confirmed artists man that lineup looks nuts man that lineup looks all kinds of insane if you get the chance take a look at that thing okay. that's a uh, that's very interesting and another thing i saw that was interesting uh sequel to the iconic mockumentary spinal tap to start filming in february of 2024 oh boy that should be a lot of fun man yeah that should be a lot <clears throat> of fun. Um, let's see. Uh, David Lee Roth, uh, cha- You know How David Lee Roth Changed the World, a new book due out in January. Um,
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, Have, did you ever read I mean, his first book? No, I did. I don't oh. get a lot of time to sit down and read a book. Man, I'd love to. I got books up here I haven't even touched.
0: Yeah. That book is currently out of print. But if you ever go to a, like a like a used bookstore and you find that, pick it up because reading that book is exactly like talking to Dave. It's all over the place and you're trying to figure out where the hell, how did we get to the Amazon? What the hell are you talking about? It's a good read.
1: Uh, Metallica receives the Sound Exchange Hall of Fame Award. Uh... It was like Marty Friedman's working on a new album. Yeah, there's a... There was a ton going <clears> on, man. <throat> Geezer Butler disputes Ozzy Osbourne's claim that he never contacted Ozzy to check on him during illness. Mm. Interesting. And the fighting continues.
0: Yep. Well, you know, Geezer Geezer's wife and Sharon... Don't speak, and therefore, Geezer and Ozzy aren't allowed to speak. Really? Yeah.
1: Really. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, the folks. Unless you got something else for us, Bruce, I think you might have some other information.
0: Yeah, just real quick. Uh, today we are recording on November twenty eighth, uh, celebrating a birthday today. Good old Randy Newman. Do you know? Remember who Randy Newman was?
1: Uh, Cars. Nope. you're in my car.
0: No, I that is something, well. yeah. Uh, Lord have mercy on the work, working man. Uh, there's a bunch of 80s stuff that he did. Interesting cat. Uh, let see, Barry Gordy from Motown fame. His birthday today. And Matt Cameron, the drummer for Pearl Jam. It's his birthday today. Uh, albums that were released uh this day 1969 one of my other favorite uh stones albums let it bleed interesting I believe, I believe that was the last one they did with brian jones before he died and I'm trying to think prince i would die for you was uh released today so
1: i would die for
0: you That's that's pretty much it. Nice. Yeah.
1: Well, folks, that's the news. (laughs) Sweet. All right, brother. Well, Mm -hmm. I think we got some albums to review.
0: We do. Uh, I cannot remember who went first last time.
1: Honestly, I believe it was me. No disrespect to you, but I think you should kick this thing off.
0: Sweet. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this off then. Uh, I had Rocky Erickson and his album "Don't Slander Me." That bad boy was released in, according to my notes, in, uh, 1986. I don't have an actual release date, uh, but it was actually recorded in 1982. Um, for people that don't know anything about Rocky Erickson. Um, when I was kind of doing my research, um, asking around different people at the record store or, you know, yeah, record store and stuff. Um, Hey, have you heard of this Rocky Erickson guy? And everyone kind of said the same thing. Yeah. He's kind of like Sid Barrett. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. He went crazy. So, okay. Well, what's that mean? Um, at one point, you know, they were doing him and the a lot of the other members of 13th floor elevator um the psychedelic band that he was a part of um they did a lot of psychedelics and they he went crazy um he started developing a thing where he would steal junk mail and he would plaster his walls with it um, he got busted by the cops. They he was facing prison time, and he ple- he pleaded out of it and uh, checked himself into a nut house in Texas. Um, and then when upon his release, he was good for a while. Put out a couple little albums here and there. Tried to start up a different band, and then he started going off the rails again claimed he was abducted by aliens and that an alien was living in his body. Uh, Went back and, you know, he had a a hard life. But especially in the 80s, he had this really interesting output of music. So um, I believe it was the second album of the 80s, Don't Slander Me, um, was really a complete departure from... um, Any of the stuff that he, any of the psychedelic stuff that he did with uh, 13th Floor Elevator. Um, To me, this was kind of like, kind of punky. Had a punk rock feel to it. Um, A rockabilly type feel to it. Um, Kind of a, I don't know. how, How would you describe it?
1: It is everything about American music in one album.
0: Hmm. That's an interesting way to put it. Interesting way to put it.
1: You got a blues element. You've got your punk element, which, you know, you've got your rock element. You've got your folk element. You know, there's just Americana right all over this album, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, and, I think the man, man, uh, just like, I don't think I've listened to too much that I haven't really enjoyed from him. Not that I have a huge frame of reference. I just know this album's really good mm-hmm. in my opinion. This is yeah. just in my opinion. And, uh, it's unfortunate because he did have a hard life, you know, and he, he's kind of like, kind of like the David Allen co, you know, You know, people know him, people love him, people respect what he did for music, but, you know, he's never going to get that big, that big break where, you know, he's going to reach stardom. And uh, and he wrote wonderful, wonderful material, Mm -hmm. dude, that, that album alone. Burn the Flames is my hands down favorite fucking track from Rocky Erickson, dude. Mm. And it's because it's from one of my favorite horror movies. That's how I would grow. I would learn about Rocky Erickson is I would I would get this soundtrack, and on that because I was a big fan of movie soundtracks, yeah, especially if the soundtrack was good. And this is one of my favorite, of one of my favorite movie soundtracks. And that track is. Have you ever seen Return of the Living Dead?
0: Yeah the the one in the eighties. Where, uh, yeah, there's like Toxic Sludge or something like that. And and
1: the punk rockers were in the yeah. cemetery and shit, yeah. right? So if you remember, the one punk rocker's girl uh, boyfriend worked at the fucking mor- uh, morgue. Yep. Right. So the guy that he was working with at the morgue, the older man,
0: uh-huh. when,
1: when he went to put himself into the crematorium, crematorium uh-huh. the song Burn the Flames is what was playing.
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude so yeah like uh that's i don't know man this the, and then the, actually sitting down and listening to the album it's there's a there's a good variety of, t- of t- tones and, yeah. and music there man and uh it's unfortunate that um not a lot I, I i hope i gifted you something that's all i'm at that's all i'm saying is i hope i gifted you something that you can go wow man what 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 an artist on you know how unfortunate that you know i never got to hear him knowing all the stuff that you listen to you know what i mean
0: yep yeah so um fortunately he died may 31st in 2019 uh age 71 Uh, don't really know exactly how he died but um yeah definitely check this guy out but actually on to the album this is a fantastic album his singing voice in these 80s albums that he did kind of reminds me of rob halford in some aspects Mm -hmm. not the not the screeching or you know that that high-pitched stuff but just like a normal uh (coughs) singing singing voice and i really liked it um uh, don't slander me the title tracks first one really good song Haunt was really good. It's got some horns in that bad boy. And that was cool. Again, that rockabilly kind of 50s kind of vibe to it. Um, Crazy Crazy Mama. That's a great trifecta of of songs right there. And then I don't remember much about Nothing in Return. But I don't... Definitely nothing here where I turned it off. Or I, you know, flipped through it. So, uh, Burn the Flames. Very, very cool song.
1: Here I sit uh, a vampire yeah. at my piano. <laughs>
0: so, it's just kind of bizarre, bizarre lyrics, but they were fun. They weren't like, oh, God.
1: The flames they burn uh, glaringly man. higher. Oh, dude, I love it, dude. I
0: yeah. love it, dude. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Damn Thing. The Damn Thing was really cool. Um, Realize Your Mind was great. I mean, 13 tracks on here. There wasn't a there wasn't a skippable track on this.
1: I um, I, I hope that you would like this album, dude. I yeah. really did.
0: Yeah. Um, is this an album that I'm going to consistently go back to? Maybe, maybe. Um, but I'm definitely interested in more of his work. Um, so I having said that, I'm going to give this thing a 9.9.
1: That's pretty high.
0: 9.9. It's fun. It's a good album, man. And it's got a little blend of, you know, old time rock and roll, uh, rockabilly, just strange, spooky lyrics. And, um, and just kind of, you know, it's just fun. It's, it's fun good, it's, listening it's to a, a Madman.
1: Al- it's just a good album.
0: It's just and a phenomenal, fucking good album. Great dude. guitar player. Yeah. Great guitar player. Yeah. Yep. So that's where I give it.
1: It gets a solid 10 from me. That's why I gave it to you. Yeah. It's a good album.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't get to go back to it often enough, but I should.
0: Yeah. You should. Nice. You should definitely check out more of his stuff too.
1: Yeah. Def- oh, I'm, He's somebody I'm definitely going to take a huge or deep dive on yeah, because like, uh, it's it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. 9.9, um, 9, huh? Would yep. have been a 10, 10 banger for me all day, man. Just a good album. Yeah. Just a good album. I don't know that anybody else would rate it that, man, but I thought it was a really fucking good album. Really. really
0: uh, yeah. I, I don't think anyone really, again, the cover art's not really flashy. Yeah. It's just real plain. You're like, okay, who the hell is this guy? But if you actually listen to it and you're like, oh, and then once you kind of understand some of his backstory, that makes him an even more interesting character. And then you start listening to the lyrics so like, OK, was he in one of these episodes on something? You know, yeah, it, it it's fascinating. It's a it was a good. It, it was a good listen for sure. Thank you.
1: Cheers, brother. Salute. 9.9. 9. Thank you. Thank you. You should have just fucking gave it a damn ten.
0: Uh, out of spite.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, rolling on. We'll move on to the album that you gave me last week. Yes, sir. The album, the album was released in 1976. It's Charlie's Daniels band, Saddle Tramp. This thing had seven tracks on it. Uh, probably about a 45 minute listen, tops. Um, not a bad album. Uh, let me preface that saying that, uh, I'm not a big country fan. Very, very familiar with the, you know, the, uh, obvious art. It's just not my go-to style. We've discussed this several times in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue beating a dead horse going over that. However, I am going to go, you know, go over this album here real quick. And, you know, like I discussed on the last album, I've moved on to, you know, writing the, the track of the album down and, 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 and just kind of putting a, a rating system on it mm-hmm. and, um, and that's just, just rating each track individually. And then where I, where I come up with the, with the rating is, you know, like ABCDEF, you know, ABCD fucking a rating, A B C D e, F rating. So anyways, <coughs> um, across the board on this man, I'm not going to sit here and tell you there's a standout track on this album. I can't give anything a standout track on this album. What? Hold on a minute. Let me finish. Um, what the fuck I've man. got to fucking say, okay?
0: Oh, a standout. Would,
1: a standout would be an A plus to me, okay? Like, mm-hmm. like, 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 like this is a banger. I'd go back and listen to this on the mm-hmm. album. But I will say this: every track on this album, seven tracks, all of them got an A all of them got an a except mm-hmm. one the one that got a b was actually Wichita Jail it's a fun track mm-hmm. it's just it's just you know it's it, it, it to me it kind of felt just a little out of place you know but you know it wasn't a bad track it wasn't worth skipping you know mm-hmm. um the album overall is an, an amazing uh example of country gospel outlaw country Uh, Blues, Um, this is a very, very phenomenal album. Um, It's My Life, super bluesy, super bluesy track. Um, Like I said, Wichita Jail fun saddle tramp longest track on the album and the title track there is a really cool fucking jam these guys get down you start knitting and gritting down in that shit man it's really cool really cool shit this is a very fun album it's a very upbeat album it's got a lot of tongue and cheek in it uh you know this is this is a very fun country album and for a 40 minute listen i don't think it's a bad listen um i don't think there's a bad track on the album um, I'm not going to say anything negative about any track on this album. Dixie on my mind got an A, Saddle Tramp, uh, nice jam on there, uh, got an A, Sweet Louisiana got an A, Wichita Chale, <coughs> a fun track, but still got a B. Uh, Cumberland Mountain, number nine, uh, awesome little track there, got an A. It's my life, I love the bluesy aspect of it. Uh, Sweetwater, Texas what a phenomenal closer to what was already a great album. And the, in the intro Dixie on my mind, great intro. This is a Mm -hmm. good, this is a good country album. I'm just going to just call it for what it is. It really is. So overall, the only reason I would ding this album is it would be really freaking cool. If there were three more tracks Mm. round that thing up to about 60 minutes Roughly just before 60 minutes. Man, this would yeah. this would this would be this would be a solid 10 banger. Put three more badass tracks on this fucking album. Just upbeat, keep it rocking like you've been doing. Throw another jam mm-hmm. on there or something. Something. This would have been a 10 for me all day long. So I am actually going to personally give this album. And it's got me wanting to check out a little more Charlie Daniels, which is kind of cool. Uh, because I didn't know anything other than Devil Went Down to Georgia to be honest because that's all yeah. anybody knows Uh, this is fun this is fun this is a lot of fucking this is a good good little album I'm gonna give it a 9.5 man beautiful only, let, reason, only reason I'm gonna ding it is because I wish there was more on it I yeah. really do wish there was more
0: on it very cool let's talk just real quick before I you know before we end this part of it Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the actual musicianship and the, uh, the tempo changes in multiple songs
1: on this this album. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is on my album or yours
0: on, on Saddle Trip.
1: Okay. Yeah. This album, man, it's like, like I said, there's just a really good mix uh, across the musical board of country, outlaw country, gospel, Americana Jazz. blues like they really get they really get in it man and this is this is this is, musically sonically this is a great album all the play and, and, and I've said this before and you'll hear me say this about when I think a band is on or they're tight all the players are there yeah. all the players are there yeah. you don't need to worry about any of that these everybody's doing their job and doing it well yep. you know what I'm saying yep. so
0: my only ding on this album and it's a slight ding on a lot of these songs the you know, again the fantastic musicianship throughout the entire thing and then the endings like they they blew their wad for each song like oh shit how do we end this thing and some of the some of the endings were just
1: eh, eh. i could see that but it, you it, know it was, what i mean just it was I it mean, wasn't enough to make me go and service. No,
0: <laughs> no, definitely not going to shit on this album, but it's like, oh, okay. I kind of wish maybe a little different ending here, here, here. But uh, for me, I'm right with you. I'm, I, again, I'm a 9.9 on this. It's it, damn! I love this. is probably my favorite Charlie Daniels album.
1: It's a solid album. I'm not going to say that it's not, man. It's yeah. it's. I mean, it's seven tracks. It's about forty minutes, man. I wish there was a few more tracks on it, and they could have kept it. They could have kept it rocking. It was it was it was a, it was a good album. I'm yeah. not going to say that it was a bad album, but once again please keep in mind I am not a country fan. I'm just basing this on my experience yeah. with the album. I listen to the album probably sometime the day of the show. Like I listened to it earlier today and you get my freshest take on it. I don't sit and let an album marinate you know. And if I like an album well enough, it'll probably end up marinating you know. But once again country country is just not my go-to. Yeah. Um, I, I, I listen to some of, it, some of it every once in a while. I'll pull some up but you know and that, and that kind of brings me to my discussion in regards to tonight. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly my go-to, yeah. but I go to it every so often, kind of like country. I'm ready to give you my album for next week. You are going on a side okay. adventure. At, mm-hmm. at my request, you're heading off okay. on a side adventure in a musical realm we have not discussed on this on this podcast at all. Okay. And I think that you should start with some of the people that do it the best and some of the people that have been around the longest. Okay. Your next album is coming from a band of industrial masters. Okay. KMFDM is the name of the band. K. M. F. D. M. Okay. The name of the album is called Hell Yeah. Yeah. It was released a few years back and um, every once in a while I go back and I listen to a band that I haven't listened to in a while. I see what they've been up to musically. And I, about that time I caught that album and I thought, man, wow, these guys are still doing a wonderful fucking job, man. This is still good. i I enjoyed the album. Maybe other major serious fans aren't, you know, more hardcore fans don't enjoy the album or whatever. Me personally, I enjoyed the album. So, I give you KMFDMs. Hell yeah!
0: Hell yeah! Sweet. Okay, so I'm going to take you on a little a little journey myself. Something. Um, so I was at I was at my favorite record store, Lost and Found Records, located in uh, on uh, Broadway in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Anyway, um, one of the there you go. <laughs> and one of the uh, guys that worked there, a friend of the show, uh, Johnny, um, he was, I found out um, that he was a roadie and drum tech for the Screaming Trees. Now, I knew of the Screaming Trees, but I never really heard of them. So they're uh, apparently one of the, uh, one of the guys in the band wrote a, wrote a book. Uh, about their time on the road. And then there was actually a story in the book about about John. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to pick up some, I'm going to listen to some Screaming Trees because now I'm kind of interested in these guys. And um, I asked Johnny what his favorite album was. And uh, he told me, and I don't remember off the top of my head what it is. I listened to it. I'm like, okay, but i like, I turned this other one on that I'm going to give you and this is probably my favorite Screaming Trees album. And it is Sweet Oblivion. Oh, Johnny's was Buzz Factory. He liked Buzz Factory. I like Sweet Oblivion a little bit better. So. <laughs>
1: All right. Sounds like you you got got. your work cut out for you. So now that I've informed you that you're getting ready to take an industrial journey, how do you feel about that?
0: Yeah, Um, let's bring it on. Let's bring it on. If it moves, baby, I'm probably in it.
1: Hey, just for the record, Mm. these guys are labeled the masters of the ultra beat.
0: Ultra beat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then next episode, guys, I'm going to bring in some glow sticks.
1: <laughs> no, seriously, though. I, I like industrial. I like industrial sounding. I like certain, you know, house music, trap music and stuff like that. Um, I think it's very cool how they put it together. I love electronica shit like that, man. Um, and I always have been a bit of a fan of it. Uh, not that I know much about it. I just think it's really cool how it does get put together and there's sometimes there's some really cool shit out there, man. And, uh, the, the next two or three bands or two out, al- two or three albums that you're going to get are going to be, uh, are going to be a lesson in education and going. Tony really listens to this shit. <laughs> and it's, a, it's a fact. These yeah. are, these are, these are favorite albums I'll be giving you in, in of the genre and of mine. Cool. Lots of good, lots of good stuff out there, man. Lots and lots of good stuff out there.
0: Yeah. Looking forward to it.
1: Good deal. Good deal, man. So uh, just to, just for the record, we, we want to he- hear real quick. Uh, I wanted to bring this up while we were on the show. How'd that poll go?
0: I, uh, you know what? I just remembered. And I'm going to tell you here in just a minute. Cause you know, I just love. Uh, reacting to our fans. Let's see. Let me pull it up. One momento, por favor. Okay. This week's poll, or last week's poll, um, what song was better slash rocks more? Uh, Roadhouse Blues by the Doors or Journey's Wheel in the Sky? There were 24 votes. And your winner with... Fifty-four percent of the vote, Roadhouse Blues.
1: That's a close call, whether you like it or not, sucker.
0: But it's a win. I'll tell it, you. Is, it
1: is. a win. It is a win. You got to. You got to poll for us next week.
0: Not yet. Come on. This come
1: I, on. I haven't, I haven't figured it out yet.
0: I'm slacking.
1: Let's see what can we what can we poll for next week off of this show. Hmm. What can we poll off of the, this week for next show? Mm, 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 mm. come up with a good one let's see yeah or even next week's show
0: yeah we'll figure it out we'll put we'll we'll put it on social media i just can't i can't think of it right now
1: okay (laughs) okay all right so just for you all you folks out there just real quick let me go ahead and say this we appreciate every one of you that are listening and watching Mm -hmm. uh we uh We do this because we enjoy doing it. Uh, We don't do it because we uh, think we're going to be millionaires or anything at it. If that works out, great. You know, that'd be wonderful. But at the end of the day, we do this because we enjoy doing it and we enjoy sharing these musical experiences with you. If you like what you see here, please like, comment, hit that bell down there at the bottom and subscribe. You can catch us on all of your favorite streaming services. All of them. All right. You can catch us anywhere. If you can't catch us on the YouTube, feel free to catch us on your streaming services while you're listening and are hanging out at work. Um, once again, we are Hooked on Sonics. I'm Tony. Bruce may have some more information for you before we go. Bruce? I got nothing. I got nothing. nothing? Am
0: I supposed to have something?
1: Not even a goodbye. Thank you, folks, for listening. Have a wonderful evening. Come on, now. That
0: was part of it. Have a wonderful evening, guys.
1: And a wonderful holiday season. I hope your Thanksgiving has gone well. And um, we thank all three of you listeners out there. We'll look forward to seeing you next time around. Bruce?
0: You might get a Christmas card. See ya. See ya.